This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. All right, Sports Betters Paradise, Jimmy Ott along with Aaron Renning for some NBA conversation as we're winding down for the NBA postseason. We're still waiting for some drama. Remember back when, that first weekend of the uh, the NBA playoffs, and we had that Sunday morning, uh, I think it was Easter, uh, it was that great Nets in Boston finish, back and forth. I mean, great shots by Kyrie, the dramatic finish uh, by Boston. Uh, those games have gone in the rearview mirror, ER. I mean, these blowouts, it's just um, I, I can't remember a postseason where we've had this many lopsided matchups. Yeah, we're getting down there now. Um, you know, obviously not a lot of games, Jimmy. Uh, good to be with you here. And yeah, I mean, it, it probably happens more than you think, but when they're over by the first quarter, <laughs> um, that, that really um, – makes it for for tough viewing and you know once again like last night I'm barely even watching the second half and I try to watch uh, as much as these games as is possible so certainly for the casual fan uh, it makes it that tough uh, that much tougher you know I I, I don't pay a, a lot of attention to some of the props but I think uh, what was the one prop will there be the, uh, you know 17 and a half point or it's usually around oh, yeah, there, the, lo- the largest lead yeah Largest lead in a game. That, that's cashed uh, just about every game. So uh, certainly not uh, a lot of drama, but uh, I, I would expect uh, we'd have a little bit uh, of better games here with Boston and Miami the rest of the way. Let's go back to our uh, last week's conversation where we hated the spot. We both were on the same page there. I mean, this was uh, going to be a game one in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was going to be the third game in the third different city in five days against a rested number one seed in the Miami Heat at their place. Didn't like the spot, but we both really liked Boston uh, in the series. Um, Middle of the Milwaukee-Boston series, you agreed with me when I asked you, whoever wins this, is. do you like them to win it all? And so I have to admit, Going from game one to game two, I was getting a little, a little, uh, you know, kind of doubting, you know, our position, but stay with it. And they just look so good. After a little bit of a flurry, I think it was like 16 to eight or 16 to six that Miami hit like their first five shots. And then Boston went on a 17 nothing run, just completely right. uh, obliterated them. And then they come back home, and I'm feeling great. They're going to take care of business. And sometimes we're guilty of saying when our team doesn't perform, oh, well, their energy, their effort, their intensity wasn't there. Was it that simple in game three in the first half where they dug themselves an insurmountable hole at 26 points? Yeah, I mean, that's – I think if you've 
watch the series, it'd be hard to argue that Boston is, is it, to me, they've looked like the better team, you know, for, for the bulk of it. It's just kind of weird how the situations have, have certainly gone. Um, obviously, that first game, I thought it clearly favored Miami, just the way the Buck, or I'm sorry, uh, Boston was coming off uh, that slugfest against Milwaukee. And then just the way game two went, where Miami just got so embarrassed on their home court, you knew that they were going to come with, you know, that really good effort. Obviously, they're a well-coached team, and they did, you know, 39-18, whatever it was after the first quarter uh, in Boston. And, you know, obviously the Celtics returned uh, with that knockout punch going up 26-4 to um, last night. So, you know, and I've increased my Boston bet. You know, at times I bet them once again before um, the the last game. I did not ch- look at the adjusted series price uh, where it was now as we go into Boston uh, is minus one fifty seven. The Heat is plus one twenty eight, close to where it was before the series started. After game two, that really took off. I could not believe the adjustment. I mean, um, after game one, I was able to come in and take Boston plus one twenty, um, and, and then. I mean, they were two, two something like two. I I had never seen that much of a jump without uh, any kind of injury involved. So uh, I was a little bit surprised. Here we are, almost back to square one uh, with these two teams. But you know, it's going to be a dog fight. It's I can't say you, you're super comfortable, obviously, with the Boston uh, series bet as they they have to uh, win at least one game uh, on the road. It's not going to be easy. I I thought. That last game in Miami where Boston blew them out, that was a weird game. I thought both teams came out a little flat. I thought the crowd was a little flat uh, in Miami. Um, interested to see how you know the game was going to go here tomorrow. But you know it it kind of turns into to a degree. I think winner take all as we we'll talk about it here. Uh, game five in Miami. I'll ask you this because you're honest about it, but uh, give us what you did have the last couple of days uh, in this series or the last couple of games in this series in games three and four. Nothing. I, I, well, I, I've increased my Boston t- uh, uh, my Boston stake in the series. Going into yesterday's game, um, you know, I had some people kind of ask me about it, and I, I said, well, I, if I was going to do anything tonight, I would just increase my stake. Uh, with Boston in the series, and I did that. Um, I think I got, I don't know what, plus 100, uh, whatever it was, and they said, well, you know, should we lay six, six and a half, uh, seven with Boston? Or with Boston? I, I thought it was just a little bit safer to to take them once again in the series. Obviously, you know, the way it played out, uh, you were better off to, um, you know, lay the price here with Boston. But, you know, here, I'm just sitting here. Uh, with a uh, a series bet here on Boston, and I, you know, have some some futures. I have them at uh, over two to one uh, to win the to win the whole thing. So that's just the way I've I've played it. After game two, I was feeling so good because it was the first game in a while yeah. that Boston had come out clean injury wise. Now, listen, every athlete in every sport will tell you at this time of the year, everybody's you know hurting. Okay, everybody's banged up, but we're talking about guys missing games or not, being able to play or not, and then all of a sudden. You know, everybody's a game-time decision yesterday, and I thought the line at seven was obnoxious. I yeah. mean, with, with Marcus Smart out, I mean, I can't lay – what it's going to – eight and a half or nine if he's playing? 
I mean, it's just uh, – uh, but here it is. Boston is now 5-0 and in this postseason at bounce-back games. Down 1-0, they even it up 1-1 against Milwaukee. Down 2-1, even it up 2-2. Down 3-2, they even it up 3-3. In the first two games here, down 1-0 and down uh, 2-1. I mean, it's it's been an unbelievable trend uh, to this point. I just could not lay that big of a number, and yeah. I stuck with my series bets on, on the conference and also to win it all at 10-1. Yeah, I didn't. I can't say that you know. I really agreed with the way things turned out as well. Um, you know, Marcus Smart to me is worth you know a good point and a half. Um, again, Boston just doesn't have the the best depth. And White came out and you know he played really well early um, in that game uh, last night. And you know, Hero. You know, I don't downgrade that. You know Miami at all. I mean, obviously he helps for that team to create a shot. Boy, you go through the box score and uh, last night's game. I mean, hard to see anything like that. The starters uh, for Miami: seven of thirty-six. Jimmy Butler: three of fourteen, six points, minus thirty plus minus ratio. I've been waiting for it, Jimmy. I mean, finally the, you saw a team triple team Jimmy Butler, and that's just it. You know, Miami just doesn't have. Uh, the guys to create their shots at this point. And obviously, Lowry's back in the mix uh, for Miami. Don't know how much he's helping them uh, as well. But, you know, without Tyler Hero, they just don't have guys that can create their own shots. So I like that, you know, at times when Jimmy Butler got the ball, you know, threw a couple guys at him. But waiting for someone to do that. Uh, and, boy, Butler, yeah, 3 of 14 from the field. So he really had a rough game. But... You know, as we talk about it, we move forward to the next game. That's not a – I don't know if that's a positive for us that the Miami starters played so bad, you know. They just made the seven shots. Uh, the plus-minus ratio was awful. So, you know, you know those guys will be motivated and, you know, looking to come back and, and have a good game after a pretty pretty embarrassing effort. All right, let's talk about tonight's game. Dallas is one and two fifteen and a half. They were three. Um, I, I like Dallas on Sunday night and had a uh, – had a had a nice start and was able to take a Golden State to plus six and a half uh, in uh, in game and uh, th- that worked out. But I mean, it was it was all Golden State after that, and just kind of seems like in this series they kind of can flip it the you know on and off yeah. when they want. And we've criticized them a little bit because it shouldn't be that easy, and you can get caught whether it's the behind the back pass in Game Seven against the Cavaliers by Steph Curry in a tie right. game with two and a half minutes to. Go, whether it's Draymond, um, you know, maybe cost himself a, a ring because he just won't shut up uh, for a game and call it when he's had so many technicals and he had to miss game five, that pivotal game five where they got it back up, we're down 3 1, or we, we see or game five against Memphis, but here they are again and kind of yeah. can just pick and choose when they want. And Luca looks kind of worn down a little bit as well. The million-dollar question, will Golden State exhale? Will they punt on this game? We're having no fear that Dallas will come back like they did in a game five against Memphis. They almost feel like and you wonder if uh, Dallas lost game three and game two. You know, just the way that kind of played out. They had that big dominant lead. You know, to lose that game just – it just seemed to obviously swing the whole series, just the way they lost it. Um, you could just see at the end they didn't have a lot left uh, in game two. And, you know, like you, Jimmy, I came back. Uh, I bet Golden State, or I'm sorry, Dallas in the first half. 
uh, of game three. Whatever I laid, two, two and a half. I think a lot of two in that game. I felt pretty comfortable. I mean, they were up by about eight points with four minutes left uh, in that first half. Just once again could not make a shot uh, like it's been so often. And even Bullock uh, missed that, you know, makeable three there down by one. Could have at least pushed on it, mm-hmm. uh, missed that three right at the end of the second half. And, you know, just the way Golden State has come out and played so well in these third quarters, I thought the first half was the way to play it. Fortunately, had a pretty big bet under the total uh, as well. I'd bet some under 219 and a half, under 217. I thought, you know, that's the, kind of been the Mavericks' M.O. as far as they had those two really poor defensive games. I mean, Golden State shot over 55% uh, in each game uh, back in San Francisco. And that's been Jason Kidd with what this Dallas team has done. They've tightened it up from a defensive standpoint uh, in those the, the next game or kind of the game threes, if you will. It was the same um, in their last series uh, against the Phoenix Suns as well. So I uh, did all right. As far as now is moving forward into game four, I have to be completely honest, Jimmy, these 3-0 games in the NBA playoffs, it's never been a strength of mine. Uh, You can generally just throw out the numbers, just go out to a a basic handicap, and you're right. It it really comes down to, will they show, is Dallas going to show up, or are they not going to show up? And will they show up throughout four quarters of basketball? So far, what we've seen um, going back here, uh, as far as, you know, the first series for Golden State. They were up 3-0 in Denver on that Sunday afternoon. I think I had bet Golden State for a little bit. They didn't show up. They got beat in that game. Denver uh, extended it, and they went back to San Francisco where they were eliminated. Dallas, you know, you could say that they certainly haven't had any quit in them. They've been down in this series. Uh, they've continued to fight back. You're right, though. It feels a little bit different. Um, I don't know uh, a whole lot uh, that Dallas has left in the tank. They've been able to defend Luka, uh, etc. A lot of it's you know come down to the three-point shot. I couldn't believe it uh, in game two. Dallas didn't get any shots at the rim. I've hardly ever seen that uh, in my life in any kind of basketball game uh, whatsoever. So, you know, when you, you can't score at the rim, which Dallas hasn't been able to do, just makes it so much more difficult uh, for a team. I mean, I go back to when the Lakers won in the bubble. That was how they won because they were able to outscore their opposition uh, essentially at the basket and, and have that resistance at the basket. Dallas, you know, just so reluctant on the three-point shot. So it makes their games even that much more to handicap. I, I would say, you know, instinctively, if I were going to bet this, I would bet Golden State to put this one uh, away, but uh, I'm not going to bet it. Again, I just do not have a good history on these three. It, it may be a little bit of a reach ER, but I think because Game 5, the way it played out, the way it did, and it was so embarrassing and people were chirping about do they have the killer instinct and things like that, might be. but I think that they want to make this a little bit different by this time. Keep in mind, Game 6, they're down. They're down in the fourth quarter against Memphis, and they would – they were not that far away from having to go on the road in an elimination game. Uh, so I know that it's, it's a different. I think there's less fear here. They still have two games remaining at home. Uh, but something tells me that 
this is a defeated team in Dallas. Yeah. They've made their run, and it just – I don't – I just – they are running on fumes. I, I would say that, and again, if from a 3-0 standpoint, if, if that's the way you feel, that's the way I would bet it because, you know, to me more than not, I've tried to bet that underdog or I've tried to bet that team that was down 3-0 in these games a lot over the years, and I've come away pretty disappointed. So if you feel like that and that's the way you think, uh, that's that's probably the way you should All bet right, Okay, it. one of the props that I'm looking at uh, in the um, – uh, first of all um, – uh, Wiggins is plus 750 to have a double-double. He has double-doubles in three of the last six games. Uh, so that's kind of a, a consideration there. But more importantly, uh, I remember all of the regular season success that Peyton Manning had uh, before they got to their first Super Bowl. And they, instead of laying the points, instead of laying the juice on money line, I took a basically even money on him to win the MVP for what I would bet on the game. Uh, he had a very average game, and he came away with the hardware. Knowing that Steph Curry does not have a finals MVP, and that Iguodala has one, and then Kevin Durant who's no longer with the team, and this is kind of his team, There's, it, unless it is just something that Clay Thompson goes bananas at 38 right. a game, Steph Curry's plus 110 to win finals MVP, but Golden State is minus 152 to win the title. Your thoughts? Wow. Uh, that's interesting. That's always kind of a good way to, to look at things. Obviously you don't know exactly how it's going to be kind of played out, but certainly, you know, that's just it. Who else is it going to be? You know, it, it's hard to envision Draymond Green just, you know, obviously you get, get kicked out of a game or suspended for a game or, uh, you never know how that's going to go when he's not a score. Um, Clay at this point, he's going to have those bad games and, um, so that 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 certainly makes sense in in a way to look. I didn't know Golden State was actually favored uh, by that much at this point. I I had them and Miami rated about equal uh, moving in uh, to these uh, the last four teams, or I guess the the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. It, you know, we've talked about it. I just haven't had uh, this Warriors team rated that high. And again, you know, just through their body of work. Um, as far as, you know, I had Denver rated as a below-average team. Uh, obviously, Memphis, that, that series just really should have kind of went um, to me a different way as far as um, it just seemed like a closer series than maybe it was. Obviously, Ja got hurt. And then once again, it just Dallas kind of fortunate to, to be here. They, they avoid the Phoenix Suns, which, you know, would have been a tougher series uh, than this. So, um, and really, if you, you go back the last five years through the NBA playoffs, uh, a lot of the teams that have essentially won it, they've things have just really worked out for them uh, how it's gone. And, boy, right now things just really working out for this Warriors team. And, you know, the way this could turn out, if they do win uh, here tonight, uh, get a good week uh, to rest up and, and get ready where this Miami-Boston series could easily go seven games. Well, um, one thing that I do know is that odds maker at Bet Rivers, Troy Macker, is, and I asked him who's – it's not even close who the most public team is right now in the NBA, and it's Golden State. And now they have covered their last four. So not just one, but covered. And so you, you're dealing with inflated prices. It, and, and, and I think there's – there's probably some liability on the books for Golden State uh, as far as teams, people probably bet them 
um, you know, before the season started, early in the season, they were. A po- I think they. I, fe- I feel like they were a popular team. You know, as far as people betting them. To M- most them. most of the bookmakers that I've heard er would tell you that it, Golden State and Boston they will lose a little bit if either of those two hit. Okay. Yeah. So um, the uh, but anyway that Steph plus one ten is. I don't know. It's consideration. And if Golden State's minus 152 right now, if Miami should win this series, I think that line will go up. I think yes. uh, I think it'll probably come down maybe a hair, but I think it will pop up uh, if Miami, because Miami is just – they have not had the backing uh, since this thing has started, even though they've had the number one seed. Uh, all right, getting to uh, Boston and uh, Miami tomorrow night in game five. It is one and a half, two or three and a half. We discussed it a lot. Where do we, uh, where do we stand? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm just uh, gonna approach this game as far as, and you know, it's 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 been that tennis match, you know, it's been that back and forth, and this would certainly be Miami's game. And I'm again, I'm just not interested uh, into the Miami side uh, of the equation here, and I'm not to the point where I, I really want to hedge or anything as well. But I don't, I'm not looking to add anything uh, from the Boston side, so. You know, here I am. As far as I got, you know, I, I got Boston bet in the series. I've been, I think I've bet them three, three different occasions. I bet them before uh, this this started. I bet them after game one, and then I bet them before uh, game four. To me, this this is kind of the pivotal game. Um, obviously, I feel somewhat confident. You know, game six back in Boston that Boston will be a pretty good favorite. They should be able to uh, to win that game. Game sevens. Always going to be dicey, especially on the opposition's home floor. So, um, as far as having a bet on Boston in the series, I, I want to see them win this game, and I want to see them have to go to Boston uh, in Game Six and put this Miami team away. Um, and you know, it's going to be tough to do to beat this Miami team three straight times. Uh, but it, and I don't know what the injury situation. I would expect Marcus Smart to come back here uh, and play. Uh, obviously it kind of helps that Robert Williams doesn't have to play a ton of minutes uh, last night. Boy, I thought he's been a difference maker. Oh, yeah. His his athleticism uh, has been huge for, for Boston um, in this series. You know, as far as looking at props, you know, maybe you go back and you look at Jimmy Butler over the total or something off that, you know, poor game for him. But I, I like the fact that Boston is able to kind of load up and put uh, so many different defenders on him. And like I say, double and triple team. I've been waiting uh, for teams to do that. Because if you do that, Jimmy, if you take Jimmy Butler out of the game, who else is going to beat you on this Miami team? Obviously on their home floor, you know, Strauss. Or, it would be interesting to see if Hero comes back, groin injury. You know, and, and I don't think it really affects – it doesn't affect their team power rating to me. In fact, they might even get better to me without him at this point. But – you know, they certainly missed him and be able to create some offense uh, and get into their offense. Probably hurts them a little bit from a pace perspective as well. But, you know, that was the biggest thing. As far as Boston, all these plus defenders that they have to throw at you, their length, their athleticism, Miami just doesn't really have a lot of answers uh, for that in this series. So, Again, I'm hoping uh, Boston can step on their throat to a certain degree and, and win this game uh, here tomorrow night. Well, keep in mind in game five when they were on their home floor, that was that was a fluke. 
how they lost that game. Now, they, listen, they have to box out on a, a missed free throw. I mean, you know, an opponent's missed free throw. But, I mean, six straight threes by Milwaukee, two big ones by right. Giannis, Andrew oh, yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, what's the, right. I'll, I'll, I'll bet against that, you know, and it uh, – Right. But but that's just it. I mean, they. I, I guess you could say they, they let them hang around. They let them have a chance. No question. To, you know – Milwaukee couldn't make a shot or whatever. Yeah, just the that was that was a strange game, right? And so, if for those of you who don't have uh, the series bets like we do, but if you're just looking to play this game, uh, I guess I would have to say, you know, Boston, uh, you know, maybe the money line. Uh, look for it to go to one, so you can't lose with a one point victory. But uh, way these playoffs are going, a one point win, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of bet over bet over seventeen and a half point margin. I mean, but I, just right. this this feels like it'll be a close back and forth game. But I mean, hey, let's be honest. I hope Boston wins by forty. All right, I got one for you. you uh, I think you you're not going to be crazy about this one because you've been fading the Red Sox, and the Red Sox are a public team, so you usually deal with some inflated lines. But Nick Pavetta, in one of my uh, handicapping theories, is guys or teams performing at higher levels in their overall numbers. And certainly that's Nick Pavetta. Uh, the Canadian, New Mexico Junior College, fourth-round pick nine years ago, five awful starts to start the season. I mean, just horrendous. The last three, 22 innings pitch, 22 going deep uh, in all three, t- only 10 hits and uh, two earned runs and 22 innings pitch. 20 strikeouts in one walk. He's plus 145 or plus 150 at um, on the south side of Chicago. I forget what they call Comiskey now, maybe U.S. Cellular. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. plus 145, plus 150. Listen, Dylan Cease can be nasty. I understand that. But this is a guy that's really in form and coming back a big plus price. And their lineup has shown signs of life as well. No, I'm I'm actually not against that. You know, I I I changed my philosophy a little bit, and I've done things a little bit different in baseball this year than I normally do it. And I've picked teams uh, that I've bet on every single day, and I've kind of gone against a couple of teams. And the Red Sox were a team that I gone against. I, I went against, but I I threw them out uh, when Houston came into town. I timed it perfectly because they're down about ten units. Uh, on the year and uh, and some of the reason why I had played against Boston was you know the division is obviously very tough Toronto uh, the Yankees uh, Tampa Bay Baltimore not so much but I did think Baltimore is better than they've shown the last couple of years their early season schedule if you go back I thought Boston just played a lot of teams that I kind of liked moving into the season so um, I actually uh, throughout Boston, and I added the Cubs. So now I've been betting the Cubs. I did, actually didn't bet them uh, this last weekend against Arizona. Arizona's a bet on team for me as well. Uh, but I did bet them. I bet the Cubs last night. I bet them once again here tonight with Stroman. Uh, my game I'm going to throw at you. Uh, you know, let's let's do this because I got an underdog that I like tonight here as well. Uh, I got the Texas Rangers plus uh, about similar price here uh, with Dunning, kind of the ground ball. Uh, neutralize some of the Angels' power uh, in this lineup. But this is more of a bet uh, against Syndergaard here uh, for the Angels. I've gone against him just about every start. Uh, I don't think he made it out of the first inning. It's the same pitching matchup as last week here. Uh, I don't think he made it out of the first inning last night against Texas. His stuff is just so diminished. And he actually pitched pretty well uh, to start the year. But, you know, (laughs) here's a guy that... Used to throw it 100 miles an hour. Now he's down to 93, 94. 
Uh, I mean, he's down a good five miles an hour pre-surgery here uh, from where he was. So his stuff I don't think is anywhere close to what it was. And, you know, a guy that can throw that hard when he can't, it makes it all that much more tougher. Don't necessarily like the handicap off for that that really bad start. Uh, But with that said, uh, I'm going to step up, especially in this price range. I think Texas maybe will be able to offer a little bit of value as the season moves forward. I expect them to play a little bit better, but uh, I'm going to take the Rangers here at the plus. I had that uh, game, uh, and it was uh, at uh, Global Life uh, Park in Arlington against these same Texas Rangers on a Monday night. And the Angels had come off really hot. It was Otani hit the his 100th home run on Saturday night, led off Sunday game with another home run. They scored three in the top of the first, and he gives up six in the bottom and did, did not get out of that first inning, only retired two batters, and they went on to lose. And some other people, Dave Koken, who comes on with this a lot as well, was kind of waiting for him to fall off, you know, because he had been pitching, you know, over, yeah, over, yeah, over, you know, yeah. overachieving for where he is with his stuff mm-hmm. at this stage of his career. So, no, coming back right. at a big price right now, Angels certainly a, a sort of a public team that usually has some inflated lines as well. Yeah, I wasn't waiting. I, I was fading up <laughs> as, as much as I could, so that actually worked out well. I had played the over and I had played Texas, and I did. I got the same thing tonight. Obviously, uh, the bigger play here is on the Rangers. First five innings. Uh, in game, but I played some over the total as well. So when I see a pitcher that uh, I want to fade, I try to bet him as many ways as possible because baseball drives you crazy. You don't know exactly how it goes, but that's the ideal scenario uh, when you get a starter that can't get out of the first inning or whatever. So it uh, gives you a chance to, to really cash some bets and make a little bit of a score. We're looking at about the same price, about $1.45 plus $1.50 uh, at Angel Stadium tonight, the Texas Rangers. I've got the Red Sox. Uh, ER has the Rangers. We're both pulling for the Boston Celtics. But yeah, let's advise, get this. Really hope- Can we get an edge? Can we get a lead yeah. in this yeah. series? Would really like to see them uh, – Get it, get it done. Here and it's public. It's going to be major public. They've won four in a row. They're the most public team uh, in the NBA right now. But Golden State uh, looks to uh, close out uh, game four in Dallas uh, tonight. Sports betters paradise. ER and I do it throughout the end of the NBA season on uh, on Tuesdays right here on Sports Better's Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Good luck. 